Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Binge and Bass podcast. You might notice that I'm talking a little bit louder than usual, and that's because I received some feedback to talk louder from someone else who is in this room who is not calling. Oh, man, it's so good to be back, and it's good to hear that Binge is actually speaking up for once today. He's a good guy, got a lot of thoughts, but sometimes is soft-spoken. And it's good, it's good to be here with you, Binge. It's been a while back in the studio, warm as always, but... Our hearts are a bit warmer, too, today, because we got somebody joining us. Bench, how, how can we introduce this guy? Well, this guy, I mean, we have the bio, but I, there's a lot we could say that goes beyond the bio. But today, with us, we have the president of the eighth grade class of Williams Middle School oh, man. in Bench, Rockwall, Bench, Texas. This guy's a legend. Dude, next to the eighth grade middle school class president, this guy's, this guy's a freaking legend. He's also the captain of the lacrosse team, a lockdown defender of these Yellow Jackets down in Rockwall. What, what, what else can we say about this guy? He and He's a he's a licensed jet ski driver, and uh, he, he he can do it all. This guy, Swiss Army knife. Finally, we'll we'll just tell you who it is. We've got Jet Avery on the podcast today. Jet, how's it going, man? Great. What's up, y'all? Uh, Jet, Jet, it's so good that you're here with us, and we know. The Graham first caught a glimpse of you not too long ago, and give us a little rundown of that situation. Where did we first meet? Get a little hyped about planning this 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 afternoon with you. All right. So where we first met was at a um, intramurals track meet, but oh, we didn't no. plan this till a football game and when it was Baylor versus Texas Tech, uh-huh. where we sat in the Fikai section, had a great time watching the Bears getting blown out. Not a good time, uh-huh. but it, it was salt in the wound. Oh my goodness, salt in the wound, but it's good that we could get this together, get this going. We, we also met because among this room, it's it's a little toasty because there's three presidents here. We got the president of the senior class, president of the business school, and president of the eighth grade class here, and we're excited to be be here and just kind of pick your brain on what it's like being an eighth grader in these times. Ben, where should we take a, this first step? Yeah, I'm I'm wanting to know, Jet, how you started with the whole leadership thing. Uh, your your grandparents were really kind. They brought you here today. Got got us some um, some time before you get to hit Chewies. So we're we're jealous of that. But tell us how this whole leadership thing started. You're they joked that you have speaking engagements all the time, and you know here you are on a college campus, you know coming on the show. So how how did this drive for leadership start? Um, so it started about sixth grade, so probably two years ago, and um, I was playing lacrosse, and I was offered a captain position, and and I just took off with it, and you know started giving pregame speeches, and you know. Balling out in the field as well, you know, on and off the field captain. Um, And then, like, you know, seventh grade comes around. I get elected for student council, and I just um, showed up late to a meeting. Couldn't couldn't run for seventh grade representative. Well, turns out later in the year, the seventh grade representative stopped showing up to meetings, leading to being kicked out. And um, I I started showing up, you know, five minutes early at every meeting. And so I kind of earned my seventh grade representative position. Towards the end of the year, we're opening a freshman center. They're like, we need somebody of the class of 2028 to give a little speech. And, uh, you know, Jed Avery's at the top of the list there. And I'm, and they, they, gave me the, they gave me the role. And then, like, that just carried on. Gave me a, a good um, application for being president. Got Jeez. elected. And here I am. Oh man, it's it's really cool to hear like the humility behind it. You're, you're you've been blessed with a lot of leadership positions, and I love your perspective on I it. I have, um, and I I love that you 
mentioned being on and off the court, on and off the field, in and out of the meetings, being a leader. Where do you think you learned that that perspective of being a leader, not just in front of people, but also behind the scenes? Um, probably my father, Kurt Avery. Um, he's a big leader. You know, um, I grew up with him always working and like, cause he owned a business, he owned a practice cause he's a veterinarian and uh, I just got to see him lead all the time. And like, that just really, uh, drove me to want to be a leader. That's awesome, Jet. And you mentioned too, and Colin and I talk about this a lot, that a good leader is first a good follower, right? And so whatever that position was, you know, kind of being the assistant back in seventh grade and then that opportunity opened up. It's funny how a lot of leadership opportunities open up, right? Like we, we sometimes we don't even envision it happening that way or even look at, I don't know, Tom Brady, right? Like he was a backup his whole career and the reason he was able to take off was because of, you know, an injury that happened to the starter. So all that to say, like a lot of leadership things just happen to us, whether we envision it happening that way or not. But one thing I really love that you shared is that idea of motivating people, whether it's the pregame lacrosse speech or, you know, leading those meetings that you do now. Uh, give us give us your pitch. Like if you were trying to hype Colin and me up before a podcast, <laughs> you know, what would you tell us? Or if you were trying to hype up that Baylor football team that you were dogging on just a minute ago, like what's your message? How do you inspire people? Um, well, first you got to find out like what motivates them. It's really difficult to motivate lazy people. And like, I really don't like lazy people when it comes to stuff that I'm passionate about. And it's just really difficult. So you got to find out what drives the quiet, introverted, lazy people. Because I have siblings, so I, I kind of learned how to deal with them. <laughs> of course. you yeah. gotta, you got to figure out how to motivate Kate. But that, that well, no, deeper. Kate's, Kate's the extrovert. It's the other two. <laughs> it's, it's Luke and Emma. They're, they're all lazy and introverted. Well, actually, not anymore. So they, they grew out of their shell. Lazy is not a good word for that. More of a just sit back and, you know, let, let everything unfold. I, I like that you want to pick out what motivates them, though. Now, is there a secret sauce to motivate um, the team or, or to really understand what motivates an individual? Like, how, how, do, you, how do you figure that out? Um, I mean, you just got to start knowing people, like, you know, just get connections. And once you, once you find what they're motivated, you got to kind of edge them towards um, what you, like, if you're trying to win a game and, like, the... the like people are not doing what they're supposed to do you got to find like what's their drive like what are they doing this for and if they they just got a bad mentality you know maybe they got to sub out and you got to put the rookie on who's Come you know on. you got to put the rookie on who's you know you know spunky and fast and whole whole he's out there you know waiting for his job you know like Tom Brady Tom Brady sat on the sideline like his whole rookie career and then like you know injury happens and there he is just sitting on the field mhm Oh, go, go ahead. Go yeah, on. building off that, I think you make, you make a really good point. Not being afraid to take a chance with somebody is one of the biggest things. Like, believing in people, you believe in everybody on your team probably, and if not, you, you kind of have to. Even if you don't want to pass the guy the ball, he's down the field, you got to pass the ball um, mm-hmm. and at least give him a chance to score. But, like, to believe in somebody, empower them to that next level is exciting. Um, and I don't know where Benj wanted to take this next, but your grandpa right before this wanted to talk about, wanted us to ask you about, like, what's next? You know, you're going in eighth grade, you're building, mm-hmm. you're part of the new freshman center, and you're shooting, you know, the goals usually like people say like look 15 years ahead that's a long way especially when you don't even have <laughs> not fi- even 15 you're not years even 15 old. yet <laughs> yeah. exactly so like what do you want to be when you're out of high school or maybe out of college and like what are you looking forward to doing with these motivating skills and the leader you've already become and what drives you jet oh that's good winning <laughs> <laughs> 
winning drives me. Um, so like after high school, I, I mean, I'm I'm shooting to do, you know, get good grades and you know stay a as a academic weapon, um, <laughs> um, as well as a um, athlete. Um, but I know it's very hard, and I know I've I've had um, great models in my life as um, people that are not only very good on the field but and off the field with grades and um, athletics, as, such as Kate Avery. Um, and uh, Kate Avery really paved the way for, like, you know, for me to envision that of, you know, being, um, like, a really good athlete and a really good student in the classroom. So th- um, that's what kind of drives me. Um, hmm. I think after high school, I want to probably go into the business side of things. Because, um, like, I really like business and sales and all that, and I'm a big fan. And I just think that um, that way of life just kind of calls me a little bit. You yeah. know? I don't know. All really good things to think about, and I think it, you'd be wrong to say you had it all figured out because Benj and I don't even have it figured out. We I don't even know what we're doing wrong. next year yet. Uh, <laughs> but it's good that you have a plan that you know that you want to take your motivations of behind motivating people and your skills that you already have um, and take that in some direction in business or maybe just somewhere else in life. I love that. Yeah, the investment experience, too. That was a, a great talking point that your grandparents suggested we, we get to. I, I know that here you are, you're, you're still going into high school next year, but it sounds like you already have some practical investment experience from what we've heard. Talk about that. Um, rule number one of investments, uh, take care of them because they uh, – <laughs> If you also handshake deals, maybe not the best. Um, oh, it sounds like there's a lot of experience here. Uh, Please unpack all of that. Yeah, just yeah. this past week. So my parents went out of town. Oh, I no. purchased a cow about a year ago. and I had Wait, wait, a, wait an actual cow or like a cash I, cow? Like an actual cow. Like a mooing cow. Like a cow like that moves. Like a milk moves. cow or like a, like a... A breeding cow. Oh, man. And her name's Belle. I purchased Belle about a year ago. And... Um, my parents left out of town, and my grandparents take care of me, and I was supposed to take care of the cows. I obviously failed, and oh, that no. means my investment was not taken care of, and the owner of the property, Kurt Avery, um, was not exactly stoked that I had not done what I was asked. And um, so it's my fault for not taking care of said investment, and um, so... Uh, what, what what happened? Did it, did it die? Uh, no, it's still alive. It's just I just didn't feed him, <laughs> and uh, well, I didn't feed him for like a day. I missed one day, and then like I fed him the rest of the days. Morning, they're not even supposed to be fed in the morning. I fed him in the morning because I felt bad because I missed, and so so they they like on paper they got fed the amount of times they just didn't get fed in the right amount like in the time they're supposed to be fed, but they did get caught up, and they are alive. And very fat, so. Oh, man. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of applications we could take this. Yes. Um, and I think well, the first thing that kind of came to mind was, like, being spiritually fed. Like, what would happen if we weren't fed consistently? And I think, like, the, the Lord's investing in us, but we're not returning that investment back to Him. Like, what, what would that mean to you, Jet? Um, I mean, I just think it's disrespectful. And I, I not like, um, like, being a captain and a president, if I invest into somebody— like, I feel like I'd want, like, that time back. Like, if I spend time 
working with you to train you to be like a person I need you to be and you're not there I just feel like like I like I wasted my time yeah. and that's and I feel like the Lord um feels like that whenever we do sinful things in his name and like because he's investing in us like he's blessing us and it's very um disrespectful well, I think an important thing you mentioned, Jet, too, is that you take responsibility for that, too, right? Like, I know maybe maybe when I was that age, I'd try to come up with an excuse like, oh, I, I got busy. I'd never done it by myself before. But that's really important that, you know, you, you knew the expectations and you have the humility and the uh, the ability to, you know, ask for forgiveness and to say, you know what, I made this mistake. And it sounds like the way you tell that story, that's something that you learn from, not just in terms of taking care of investments, but, you know, being a person of your word and, and learning from that. It sounds like, you know, that was a great learning experience that you've got to experience at a very young age, which is going to help you down the road. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, just if you can keep your word and that's the only thing you have and you have a, and you're a solid person that doesn't lie and doesn't cheat people, then that's very powerful. If that's all you got, then you're pretty set because you can – like make deals and stuff if you're an honest person yeah uh yeah that's i I love that and i think that's a really good perspective to have and i think something we could all be we could all be better at you know um and i I think Mm -hmm. follow up to that something i want to learn from you like you learn from the situation um and you want to you want to be able to like apply your word to everything that you do how can you stick to your word better? Is it at writing it down? Or like, how do you do that as eighth grade class president and as a leader you want to become? How do you really stick to the word that you want to represent in your life? Don't make promises you can't keep because that'll mess you up. If you like mess with somebody and, and make a promise that you probably know you can't keep, don't, said it. don't make that promise. Mm-hmm. Good word, Jet. You're full of wisdom. And like, like we said, we... We keep it around 15 minutes. We started as the freshman 15, but we have a few minutes left. Just maybe any closing thoughts or things like Colin and I, we we know we're the college kids here, but we we learn a lot from you. So maybe any um, last thoughts or or wisdom maybe to anyone listening, whether it's a college student, whether it's our parents listening, you know, maybe something you've learned in in those 13 years of wisdom, you know, anything you want to share. As JP once said, Peace to love and serve the Lord. <laughs> Sick and bears. Oh, my goodness. Dude, you are a legend. And I thank you so much for just being here with us this afternoon, mm-hmm. getting to share your wisdom, getting to share your perspective, and kind of rewinding us back to our eighth grade selves. It's not too long ago. You said you haven't been alive 15 years, but I'm telling you, you're going to be in the senior year looking back thinking, man, eighth grade really wasn't that long ago. So uh, just appreciate your wisdom and your time today, dude. Yeah, and, and enjoy the Chewies and the, the homecoming weekend, and I hopefully our, our Rangers can get hey, us Hey, Rangers and four. Oh, and four. Look at that four. prediction. Come yeah. on. <laughs> well, that was Jed Avery, folks, and this was Binge. And this was Bass. Thanks for tuning into this one. Thank you to Jet. Give him a follow on Instagram. What is it, Jet? Jet Will Avery. All right, Jet Will Avery. Get no underscores? No underscores, and all they're all like capitalized. Oh, God, there we go. <laughs> I don't know. Gotcha. They, they, they know where to find you now, Jeff. But we appreciate y'all tuning in. Have a wonderful weekend, and we will see you next week. All right, see ya.